five-ish fangirls, I love you. And I'm one of the five-ish. In fact, I'm the biggest one of the five-ish. I am the sixth Doctor Colin Baker, and I wish you all well. Have fun. Continue all the way to episode 319 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. I find that cake is an excellent solution to many of life's problems. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do Rick, with the Rich Table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hope you all uh, aren't in a sh- sugar coma from all that Easter candy. Yeah. <laughs> it's half price today, by the way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't need any Easter candy. <laughs> I still have Girl Scout cookies. Ah. <laughs> uh, we, we we inhaled those when they, yeah, when they well, landed on our I, doorstep. I got two boxes to start, and I made those last about mm. a week, which for <laughs> me is pretty good. <laughs> and then you hooked up with your dealer yet again. And then I hooked up with my dealer and bought like five boxes, and I still have three and a half left. So, uh, See, there's, so far there's so good. There's a three-year-old in my house, so cookies don't. We, we don't. We can't ration cookies. Yeah, it just doesn't. And happen. I have no. I have no one to blame but myself because Chauncey does not have a sweet tooth at all. Really? No. Potato chips, on the other hand, I barely touch. He inhales them like he's Kirby. Um. <laughs> so, so you got the you got you got sweet. He's got salty. Exactly. Exactly. All right. But I have to be the dealer of my own sweet because it never occurs to him to buy anything sweet at the grocery store <laughs> if i don't go with him so hence the girl scout cookies gotcha. but those suckers in the refrigerator doesn't even matter what kind they are they are all good refrigerated not frozen yes. refrigerated anyway We'll talk about more desserts here in a little bit, but oh yes, yes, there's there's <laughs> desserts are dessert definitely involved brain. today. Yes, how appropriate! Yesterday was Easter. Uh, yeah. He has risen and peanut butter Reese eggs. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, first up, <laughs> first up, the news, and I forgot to add this link to the news, but um, convention news. Um, we haven't really mentioned any of the PopCon guest announcements, and I've been terrible about that. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I haven't shared any of the FanX ones just because I'm like, I don't want to. Will it actually it. happen? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it might. I just I'm like, I don't want to yeah. tempt fate. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've they've made some interest. Of course, you know, PopCon being the pop culture convention they want to cater to as many fandoms as possible um so you know we've got some that you would expect at any sort of nerd gathering events like three of the uh actors from power rangers beast morphers Mm -hmm. you know if you're that far along in the franchise um 
But then also Richie and CJ Ramon from the Ramones. Huh. And you know what? I think I think like you know, singers, pop stars, those you know, you know, rock groups, they've kind of started making the rounds like we had so uh, a couple years back we had uh someone like the backstreet boys <laughs> not mm-hmm. all of them but we had it we had a handful of them that came mm-hmm. and it was like okay you know what sure not my yeah. cup of tea but i'm sure somebody's gonna be happy that these guys are showing up so there you yeah. go so yeah. if you're a ramones fan and you're going to popcon got you covered yeah there you go um and then uh we can't have one without the other so both Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche, so <laughs> Pinky and the Brain, nice. <laughs> uh, will be making an appearance. So um, that's fun. I would not be surprised to hear um, some very familiar voices probably planning to take over PopCon over the PA system. Um, <laughs> Like we've had in the past where Wacko has made uh, some of the Animaniacs have made announcements over the PA system in the past years. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I I believe it of, a, of Jess Harnell. <laughs> yeah. He takes over the PA system. Yep. Um, and then uh, I'm very excited about this announcement, though. They just one of the most recent guest announcements jim cummings who is <laughs> like every other voice in disney uh <laughs> among other things uh he's been the voice of winnie the pooh for ages Ever. you you need if you haven't had a chance to yet and i could probably have to dig through the, the archives a little bit uh lou had an interview with mm-hmm. him right before the christopher robin movie came out and I love the story that he tells about um, when Paul Winchell uh, basically handed off voicing duties of Tigger to him, and he said, "Take care of my little buddy." And I was, and then you know later that was like not long before Paul Winchell passed away, and I'm like, "Lou, you're making me cry, man." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's exciting. We we we've we've got Jim Cummings uh, scheduled for Fanex this year as well so we must be making the rounds this year yep hopefully it pans out yes yes uh, hello be... childhood holy crap yeah that too plus we have oh. a friend in common so <laughs> yes. a certain mr mongelo <laughs> talk about lou while he's not there uh, <laughs> uh so yeah so popcon Coming up uh, July 9th through 11th uh, will be a good time had by all. I really hope that the event happens because I miss, you know, as, as much as I miss just seeing my friends and stuff in general, there's a, you, know, you know how much I love PopCon and to like, <laughs> finally go back to that will be like, yes, normalcy. Yeah, uh, it's, it's <laughs> yes. Yes, all of the above. I needed this. So um, so there is that. Um, and then we got uh, some trailers, um, including our... <laughs> Matt, 
gee, I wonder, I wonder why they release this now. It's not like the NCAA tournament is happening. So people are all glued into basketball at the moment or anything. Oh, gosh. Um, and it's not, especially here in Indiana, because we're hosting the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, the final game is happening as we're recording this. Mm -hmm. It's Gonzaga versus Baylor, I think. Yeah, Baylor. Yes. <laughs> I, I pulled I that out of somewhere. Yeah. I pulled that well, out. Yeah. But my my mother-in-law filled out a, a bracket. I never fill out brackets because I pay attention to the University of Utah and Utah State. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they're not in, well, and 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 I rarely go outside of their conferences to see. So, like when it comes around March Madness time, I don't know like who who did well in the ACC or the SEC or the Big East or any of that stuff. I'm mm -hmm. just Big saying, Ten, yeah. Big Ten. I just want to watch the games. And if if any of my Utah teams make it, then I yes, I cheer for them, but I'll I'll watch. I just I just enjoy watching March Madness. It's it's a good time. Mm -hmm. So and I'm glad it happened this year cuz speaking yeah. of, you know, yeah. normalcy. Sheesh. Yeah. I will uh uh, hopefully the people who came to town have uh, enjoyed our fair state and city and our Hoosier hospitality, but um, since I've had to go downtown in that area a few uh, times recently, um, get out and I would like my city back. <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, come, please spend money, but... Um, they, try, uh, try hosting the Olympics one year. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, it, it's been interesting though, because you know I live here. I, you know, I drive downtown. I you know work downtown, so the 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 routes and everything. You know, I know where. You know where traffic generally gets jammed, where you can expect slow spots and you know construction and and every, you know, everything's just alternate routes and and that sort of thing. But yeah because we have so many people coming in from out of town. Oh, that goes right out the window. <laughs> well, that too, but because like so many roads lead to downtown Indianapolis, mm -hmm. out on the highways, just it seems like every like half a mile, there are cops waiting uh, to catch yes. out of towners that don't know the nuances of speeding on our highways <laughs> yeah <laughs> so speed traps it seems like every five feet out on the highway and i'm just like uh, there was one point where chauncey and i were driving to downtown for something and i kid you not within like a mile stretch there were three different cops each with somebody pulled over and they all had <laughs> out-of-state plates <laughs> yeah that sounds about right yeah. <laughs> like yeah you're not from here so you don't know how to handle the, uh, this is this is why i prefer watching these big events from the comfort of my couch yeah <laughs> i am home i can have my snacks i don't have to spend 30 dollars on, on an order of nachos and i can actually i can actually get decent commentary and mm -hmm. see the score mm-hmm and you don't have to worry about getting a speeding ticket. Nope. Right. And I don't have to wait 15 minutes for the bathroom. Yes. Like, I'm sorry yes, to I anybody who may have I been don't visiting. Have to navigate, and uh, yeah. I don't got a speeding a town, ticket. I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry for those of you that may have gotten speeding tickets, but uh, I appreciate your revenue. Yes. 
eventually <laughs> someone will have to they'll you'll probably end up returning the favor yeah probably <laughs> go out of town uh, and, somewhere until then thank you for helping fill our pots so, anyway <laughs> that that <laughs> That was quite the tangent. That tangent. <laughs> anyway, bringing it back around. Basketball. Basketball. Space Jam 2. <laughs> uh, I have opinions about this. You know yeah. what? I, I saw the teaser Friday. They just posted up like a just an image, kind of the, the Looney Tunes like curtain. Uh being like trailer coming tomorrow and i'm like okay here we go we know this is coming um and then the trailer dropped and i started seeing it you know trending on social media so i was like okay let me go and watch this uh so i pull it up and watch it and you know what i don't hate it on first glance I it looks like it looks like Hanna Barbera and H well no and HBO Max and Warner Brothers it, okay no it looks like Cartoon Network on an acid trip frankly because <laughs> it's not just Looney Tunes if if you watch the thing it's you know they throw in the Flintstones there's the Iron Giant there's oh my gosh I, mm-hmm. I like it's it's they've it, it's very they've expanded yeah, yeah they've expanded it so that it's not just you know, going to Toon World. I can't say Toontown because that's Disney. Uh, <laughs> the, the Looney Tunes world. The Looney Tunes world is, in this case, it's kind of a pop culture multiverse. Yes. That's and what I said. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you've got LeBron taking the place of Michael Jordan. Um, you know, in the end, he is sucked into kind of this multiverse thing that's controlled by Don Cheadle <laughs> for some Which reason. Which I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him props. He looks like he's having fun. Don yeah. Cheadle does. Yeah, he, um, I love. I love the name. Which you have to read. You have to say it out loud when you read it. Al. It's like algae rhythm. So it's algorithm. <laughs> 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 but um bump yeah tony so, would be so happy with that one yeah yeah <laughs> but uh so that like there's this multiverse so like they he sends him to where the looney tunes live and lebron turns into a cartoon but then we he goes yeah I, I think it's cool looking honestly um because then he like fits in better i think um unlike michael jordan being continued to be michael jordan the entire time uh especially because in cartoon form lebron's got the abilities that the other cartoons do like you know blow into his thumb and pop himself you yeah. know back to although the i think I, I think because that was such a big plot point in the first one they're like okay we're just going to establish this and do something new which i guess i appreciate that mm-hmm. i get the feeling though that this is going to be one of those hey we you know this is a follow-up we got to do it bigger and better and it's going to be a mess now i could be wrong and we could i could see it and be like hey nostalgia but right now i'm like this might this seems like just from the trailer i'm getting the feeling that it's going to be kind of convoluted but it could be but you know with it being first look yeah yeah we'll probably well you know we're gonna get another trailer later and that's going to give us a better look at things i think mm-hmm. um 
but to me it's like space jam meets like ready player one and i'm kind of here for it i, I have no opinion I, I haven't watched it yet yeah <laughs> but, i mean i like oh, what? go find it, on youtube if you don't want to yeah. watch the entire thing just go watch the the big robot battle from ready player one that'll tell you everything you need to know <laughs> so yeah so anyway so there it's uh space jam a new legacy which you either love you either love it or you don't <laughs> yeah i like the first space jam even though i've never well, really been like a big looney tunes yeah. person obviously my heart and wallet belonged to the house of mouse yeah but no i i like i liked the first one because you know that was my uh when it came out that was you know i i was in i was really into basketball you know i i was playing in like in you know um it's called junior jazz it's sponsored by the utah jazz and it's it's like it's basically you know peewee little league whatever you call mm-hmm. it and so i was big into that i was gonna i want to play in high school and i love the looney tunes and and that was when the jazz were doing really well and going to the finals and i was really big into that uh, and you know being you know watching basketball and being a fan there so i was like okay so, you know yeah i you know i like bugs bunny and i could give you a whole reason why lola bunny is actually the best character in that in that movie as far as the looney tunes are concerned um because she's the only one who actually knows how to play ba- basketball mm-hmm. and everybody everybody when they talk about her like oh she's just there to be to be sexy and i'm like no you didn't watch the movie she's actually there to save everyone's bacon exactly <laughs> and i was like you guys are not paying attention but anyway mm-hmm. um so i mean michael jordan i yeah <laughs> remember i said i was a fan of the utah jazz <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could go into that, but uh, so yeah, so so the first movie that that came out right around that time, and I was like, you know, basketball was my was my thing. I still love it. Um, I mean, I'm watching March Madness for crying out loud. Um, so yeah, so I I was into it, and I and I lo- I I do enjoy that first movie. Maybe that's why I'm a little bit like, really, we're gonna do another one twenty some odd years later. But I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. It's possible. It's I guess possible. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Later this year. Maybe I'm just being a grumpy old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I remember liking uh, the first one. It was like my favorite thing in the world, mm-hmm. but I was like six. So, and I was really, because mm-hmm. like the early 90s was really big into the whole mixing live action and animation. So that was like, this, yeah. like another one like that. And, mm-hmm. and like, I enjoyed it well enough. And, I've watched it a few times since then, mm-hmm. but I guess it depends on when I watched the the trailer and like yeah. Well, of... and you know the music was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I still randomly put on some of the Space Jam songs, like yeah, on YouTube. I mean, people people at school would do like skits with you know i believe i can fly (laughs) i mean even now people people still know that song and and it's the space jam song yeah anyway so there's the trailer check it out and yeah i guess we'll we'll see how that goes it's a thing it's happening Mm -hmm. whether you want it to or not yes i remember them talking about making a sequel to space jam 
um a long for a long time now yeah oh, and yeah. it's like uh, lebron really wanted to do it and that's actually um uh, that's why he wanted to be traded to the la lakers so he could be close to la and do do the movie and not be out in cleveland which you know don't tell that to to a cleveland fan because you, <laughs> you will get an earful uh-huh. sorry cleveland <laughs> i really i really no, i really am sorry uh-huh. <laughs> cleveland you're not that bad i've been to your fair city now and explored mm-hmm. some of it you don't, you're not you, you're not Detroit. <laughs> there's there's a lot of crap you guys just don't deserve. I'm sorry. Oh. That that's that's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've never uh. been to Cleveland, but dang you people, you guys don't deserve what some of the, especially sports stuff. Oh, the Browns did better this year, so that's something. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland's anyway. got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame going for it too. Ah, yeah. that too. That yeah. too. So, anyway, so yep, that's the thing that's happening. Okay, this summer is sequel to Space Jam. So, also coming this summer, and I don't think we'll be offending people. <laughs> nostalgia, at least, mm-hmm. um, is we've got a, I guess, proper trailer, you know, with plot and stuff, and not just flashy images of. Uh, Loki, who is far from Loki. Oh, yeah. That was a bad joke. Yeah, sorry. Um, (laughs) We we all think it. Every time I say the phrase Loki for, you know, that, that, you know, that's very Loki. Yeah. Like, oh, dang it. Why? Anyway, so anyway, Loki starring Tom Hiddleston as the, as the title character. And yeah, I'm I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, I will. I, I love me some Tom Hiddleston. So mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just based on what little we got, he just looks like he is going to be chewing the scenery of this yes. left and right, and just having a blast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know, Loki is the god of mischief. And therefore, mm-hmm. we expect shenanigans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this Loki is got the ability to time travel because he created all these. He broke, you know, the time stream in Endgame when uh, they lost the Tesseract. <laughs> after the battle of new york (laughs) so that loki took off with it created all these offshoots of all other you know strange things happening and so like the i can't off the type my name off the top of my head i can't think of the name of the organization it is in the marvel because i just want to call it the celestial time agency and i'm like no that's doctor who uh, <laughs> it's time. a time agency it's, of some sort yes yeah, it's, it's like that <laughs> it's something like that um and they're like you broke it you fix it <laughs> but you know loki's Why like no i've got i've got the ability to time travel here i no longer have like thanos wanting to come after me you know my brother is not here for me to stand in his shadow i'm gonna go off and do loki things I'm and i'm here for it. <laughs> yes yes 
I am so here for it. it. it it's kind of like it's it, it it it's a little it, a little bit reminds me of of WandaVision somewhat. Just you know, although he's a little more malicious about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's you know. fully aware of what he is doing. Yes. <laughs> yep. And just and he, doesn't care. Yes, exactly. He's like you're you're not going to guilt him about anything that is going on. This is not. I mean, there's it's a similar principle, but it is very different. But you know, there's there's shades of that in there that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. But I am I I am here for it. Bring it Mm -hmm. on, please and thank you. Because I love Loki since he was introduced. I didn't care if if he was doing baddie stuff or if he was sort of kind of not helping but not yeah. that kind of that kind of what whose side are you even on it's like do we his care own. not really yeah his own side that that's yep. whose yep. side he's on that's the one you one thing you can guarantee now if his side happens to match up with yours perfect you're good i guess but i just... guess good for you depending on what you're <laughs> wanting to accomplish uh right? I mean, if you're wanting to accomplish something bad, then that's bad for the rest of us. But <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, anyway, so that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's that very exciting. I'm just loving that, you know, Marvel is just, you know, stuff's getting kicked out almost on a seemingly regular basis. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah here we are, 2021. WandaVision! Oh yeah, here's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, and a reminder, Black Widow movie's still coming. Oh, here's Loki. Yeah. Like, yes! And there's so much more coming. Grabby hands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, you know, again, after last year and having just nothing. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're getting, you know, it it, it feels like we're kind of gearing up to get back to normal. Yeah. Which just it it feels great. So yes, yep. yeah. So, so there is uh, that, um, and then in the if you have not refreshed your feeds recently, uh, latest episode of Gold Standard is now in the feeds. We're talking about Sir. Well, he wasn't Sir Lawrence at the time, but now sir lawrence olivier's uh, adaptation of hamlet talk about families with issues thought thor and loki had issues <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got oh, on prince hamlet how appropriate that we were doing shakespeare after talking about uh certain skits <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> last week a certain doctor pair of doctor who actors so i even brought that up in the episode <laughs> like i'm with lauren cooper i want to get shakespeare uh but uh so that is in the Please, um, if you are not a Patreon supporter for Gold Standard, you might want to do that because there is another Patreon episode uh-huh. coming very, very soon with uh, 
some familial voices. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Finishing out a certain trilogy uh, uh-huh. that we've done two out of three already. <clears throat> yep, to paraphrase me, well, that ain't bad, but we're going to finish it off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and then, of course, uh, going to housekeeping. It is a new month. Crazy yes. as that is. Yes. Yes. Means really? book club updates. Yes. April's book is the audiobook Flip Flop. And this month's, or for May, choices for May's poll are Resurrection Casket, Wheel of Ice, and I thought as long as we're doing Big Finish, I thought I'd add two. Um, choice number one is Project Twilight, and choice number two is Spectre of Lanyon Moore. Ooh, both of those are good. Yes, yeah. they are. I'm actually for, in the middle just for of different what? reasons, but if you go and listen to Project Twilight, then you got to listen to Project Lazarus to finish it out. So yes, that is true. <laughs> that, just that know storyline is pretty if you get in, yeah, yeah. You, need, yep. you need to do the whole thing, otherwise you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now is that a duo or is that a trilogy? It is a just a duo, I believe. Yeah, okay. there there are later um, stories that do kind of continue that that um, right that, yeah. that plot gotcha. line, but it honestly and you know this is no spoilers it kind of feels like okay they, they said okay here's the story we finished it and then they go back and say no 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 we're gonna do more and then they say okay now we're done no 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 we're gonna go back and do more and because i've been um listening to big finish the main range all in order kind of off and on but i'm getting back on um and uh so like i'll be just kind of going you know in numerical order through it and i'm like oh it's another story that goes back to that to the you know project twilight thing oh i thought we were done with that well we're gonna do it do some more mm-hmm. so okay. i mean it's not like anything major but it pops gotcha. up yeah elements but of it pop twilight up and again. lazarus are a pair yes okay yes they are mm-hmm. so i mean and it's yeah i i will say no more because i feel like if i do i'll spoil it yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not yeah. I'm not complaining that they kept revisiting it. It just was always like, oh, well, that's a surprise. Yeah, if I remember, because I haven't listened to either of those in a while, I think the end of one of them made me cry on my way home from walk. But I yeah, I, one, I believe but... it. I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's why we say like they're, you know, Project Twilight, Inspector Lenny, and more are great for different reasons. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. so I'm yeah. actually. Um, in the middle of the spectrum of well, because I couldn't help myself today. I'm like, oh, finish yeah. this one. Like, I'm already listening one. to one with these characters, so let's keep going. Let's keep yeah, <laughs> indeed. Especially, especially because you know the the copy I have uh, has trailers for for a bunch of them, uh-huh. including Spectre yeah. Landian Moore, and it's like. Oh hey, the brigadier. Yes, brigadier's in this one. Yes, spoiler. Inspector of Lanyard Moore, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, six yeah. and the brigadier. <laughs> yep. Yes. So yeah. It's yeah. actually you... interacting, not just walking to a helicopter. If yeah. this helps you uh, decide what you're going to vote for, so be it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you have so, until yes. the end of the month to make your choice and change your mind. Yep. So go vote and 
May the odds be ever in your favor? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and if it helps any, at least, I, I believe both of those, but I know for sure Spectre of Landy and More is available on Spotify for free. So. Uh, <clears throat> Alrighty. So there you go. And it appears Project Twilight is as well. So Yeah. Um, well there you go. It is I was also available. Kinda, yeah, I was kind of, that's also why I kinda of scrolled to make sure which ones were available on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. I mean these earlier these earlier ones, I mean they're they're pretty to download from the Big Finish website, but if you know uh-huh. money, you know, you gotta be smart with your with your with your pennies, yeah. people. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, if, and the, and listening to them on Spotify, like, yeah, and I mean, if you are listening to free Spotify, there are ads. There's not a lot of them, so it's not too jarring as far as taking you out of the story either. Mm-hmm. So. But we can get more to that in a little bit, actually. Yes, because <laughs> so, that is right. appropriate. So anyway, <laughs> we're just all over the place. Um, Given something uh, for everyone, I guess. Yeah, I'm <laughs> hopped up on chocolate cake. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on to feedback. Um, we've got feedback from Shalane. Um, and she says um, she has also read most of uh, Beverly Clary's books. Uh, yes, there's a Ramona and Business movie. As she said, it is pretty good. It's on Disney Plus. If you want to see it. Um, so. Uh, do, 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 what else she says? Um, oh, her favorite Tom Hanks movies are uh, the Toy Story movies. The choice. Cast Away, Saving Mr. Banks, League of Their Own, Splash, Apollo 13, and Catch Me If You Can. Um, and um, she says that she saw Forrest Gump in high school, but they edited it. <laughs> This is they took out some mm-hmm. of the uh, more risque bits with uh, Jenny. Uh, yeah. 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 That would happen. Yeah. Uh, and then um, she also says that if you really like my big fat Greek wedding, then you should see Crazy Rich Asians. Because it is essentially that, <laughs> but with Asians instead of Greek people. <laughs> so there you go. Recommended. Uh, yep. Um. So there is uh bats. Oh, and she said another thing about twins because you know, we were talking about Elizabeth uh, Olsen and how you know she's her sisters are the twin, you know, twins. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, she says she was watching Sister Sister and apparently there's an episode where the Olsen twins guest star, and huh. uh, and but the Sister Sister was played by Tia and Tamara Maori. I think I'm getting mm-hmm. their first names right. Um, which they are twins. They have a little brother named Taj, and he played Michelle's best friend Teddy on Full House. <laughs> yep, he's a sibling of twin actors who was on Full House. Although Elizabeth Olsen actually was on Full House at one point too. Uh, so, but uh, 
sick 90s sitcom twin crossover mishmash there it happened a lot spot the twin in your 90s sitcoms yes <laughs> that was you know that was before cg was, was yeah. fairly reliable i guess you don't I have don't a twin know. that's okay we'll just make one yeah. <laughs> good times all yep so uh thank you shalane for your feedback Yes, indeed. So, moving on to this week's meeks. I cannot speak. I should not have had that cake, or at least I should have stopped a couple bites sooner, apparently. Uh, (laughs) This week's main topic, I blame this, I blame Big Finish for the chocolate cake consumption, uh, (laughs) because uh, as we mentioned when we did our big, you know, Big Finish 101 is we would like to jump into actual audios and talk about specific stories uh so that is what we are going to do this week and um hopefully i (laughs) i tried not to strong arm in the chat uh as far as which story we would do (laughs) you you really didn't have to like convince uh, uh, do do too much convincing because this is a really good one and Evelyn it's a is good, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I love it's, one, it's so good. Big no. finish. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. early big finish. It's it's in the main range. It's number six in the yes. main range. Yeah. So one. <laughs> it was really early in yes. you know big and, finish. And, um, but um, but it is uh six doctor. Um, uh, so it gives the six doctor a chance to show what the sixth doctor was capable of it's a new companion so you're you can start off fresh and it's a pure historical which doctor who had not done in a very long time in the tv series um so well at this at this point when this came out uh the tv series wasn't even on it was this was well yeah this was 2000 is when this was released yeah but i mean as if you're figuring in like in doctor who continuity right um this is like Mm -hmm. the first pure historical yes that they had done in a very very long time meaning there are no like alien monsters or anything the other the only supernatural quote-unquote supernatural thing is the doctor time traveling right um, and the tardis yeah. and the tardis is, <laughs> yeah uh, that's the only thing anyway but um but yeah so this one and the okay so the name of it the marion conspiracy we better yep. say that um and this one, like you said, this was, you know, the sixth one in the main range. And, you know, going like we love Big Finish. Big Finish does amazing, amazing work. Mm-hmm. They, it, there were a few early on that were a little bit wobbly, I will say. Some people will be a little more harsh, but I'll just like they were they were finding their feet. They were trying to figure out what what worked and what how they wanted things to go. Mm-hmm. This one, it feels like they hit you know they they hit the ground running with it now now it's not the first sixth doctor story in the that big finish did i think there's one earlier with the sixth doctor and perry Mm -hmm. um but this is the first um big finish original companion which works for the sixth doctor because he only had two and one of them were like we have no idea where she really fits into continuity Mm because wibbly wobbly Mm -hmm. timey wimey um this is post this is not during 
it's during the trial of a Time Lord run of stories, but at this point, the doctor has not been pulled from the time stream to go on trial yet. Um, yes. This is, po but it is post terror the Vervoids because he does reference mm -hmm. genocide, um, which he considers that with killing the Vervoids in that story, mm -hmm. which is part of the trial yeah. timeline. So, so I mean, don't, I mean, don't don't get don't get too attached to you know where does this fit in continuity because uh, a it's Doctor Who and time travel messes with everything. It, it, as mm -hmm. we will as mm -hmm. we will see in this story, there is mm -hmm. some elements of you know paradoxes and you know yeah. erasing and your the, own and, grandparents yeah well, uh -huh. and the tar and the tardis not mm -hmm. landing where the doctor expected in this oh, case three years yeah. too soon <laughs> so. yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah and just just realize i mean as much as like sometimes we'll sit here and say oh what time period in history would i want to visit and you know think of a modern person going back in time to certain time periods and you know there's certain things about you that you know if you have a cell phone <laughs> that could be considered witchcraft and that might get you killed mm -hmm. um or you know mm -hmm. things like that but you know but it, it's like the consequences of visiting historical time periods which doctor who has done before if you watch any of the william hartnell historicals there's always some some bit of peril for the doctor and the companions because they just don't know I mean, they know academically what happened in history, but they don't know how to live in that time period because mm -hmm. they don't know the culture, the norms, the, you know, whatever it is that's going on. Um, so, you know, I guess we should kind of go over the story a little bit. Uh, so, you know, the doctor, well, it opens with uh, Dr. Evelyn Smythe, who is a professor of history as she's in the middle of a lecture and there is a beeping noise coming mm -hmm. from somewhere in the in the classroom and yep. she's just like okay could you turn that off please and the doctor's like oh, don't mind me yeah. <laughs> and, and I could just imagine like I mean it, she says it's a lecture hall but I can just imagine like people like, like the students even in the class going turn that off what the, what the, yeah you know if it if it you know it's like you know, because since Evelyn was a big finish created, um, you can figure, you know, what she looks like kind of based on who voiced her, who unfortunately mm -hmm. is no longer with us, unfortunately. Maggie Stables. Uh, but Maggie she Stables. Left, she left an amazing body of work. Yeah. Yes, she uh, did. Just big finish, but she also, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's other things that she's been in. Yeah. But like she theater is, and stuff like yeah, that. But, she's yeah. a a staunch in you know lecturer you know she's teaching i believe college level university level mm -hmm. uh, history her specialization is the tudor period um which is you know the uh, henry the eighth yeah through well who was after elizabeth james elizabeth the first yeah who was uh, yeah who was after elizabeth the first i think it was i think it was I don't know. I'd have to go look that up. I always yeah. like stop at Elizabeth because everyone's like Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth the first is amazing, and she yeah. is. Um, I, I, I uh, Evelyn and I are in agreement on that. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. So so. But you 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 can imagine this this, this she you know, she's she's just, she's in her fifties, uh, mm -hmm. so she's not old by any means, but you know she's seasoned, yeah. she's mature. Yes. So you mm -hmm. can imagine like if the doctor showed up 
like in the middle of like Professor McGonagall giving. Yes, sure. Yep. And yes. like, uh, can you imagine <laughs> the kind of reaction she would have? That's what Evelyn is, is reacting. Yes. Know? Yeah. I, and when I was telling Jared what we were talking about, um, and and he was like, you know, which doctor is it? And I'm like, oh, it's the sixth doctor, and it's you know, Evelyn Smythe. Like, oh well, you know what? What time period is she from? That 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 name sounds Victorian. I'm like, well, she's actually a professor of history. She's one of the yeah, older. She, it's ones. the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm where just saying, Doctor yeah. Plucks are from. Yeah, and so. I'm just saying, like, think Professor McGonagall with chocolate cake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a tin of biscuits, she does chocolate cake. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and you know, she she's very she's stern, but she's mm-hmm. also very kind and and generous. To her mm-hmm. students, she's like, because you know, she she even says like she was married, but they were they, but end up getting divorced. They never had any kids, but she's you know, but she she knits for her students. She kind of treats her the, the students because you know because she also looks over the dorms. Uh, she kind of treats them like like they're her grandkids in, mm-hmm. in a sense. So you know, she's she is strict, but she's also very loving and 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 warm. And in fact, there's a later story. Um, uh, it's Doctor Who and the Pirates, <laughs> which is which you know that's that's neither here nor there. But but she is like trying to help one of the. Oh, we're gonna have so much fun covering time. that one at some point too. Yes, <laughs> yes. But you know, there, there's the funny part of it, and then there is kind of a heartfelt side to it where she is helping um, her one of her students uh, who's having um, a bit of a crisis in yeah. her life, which, you know, but like, like that, but that's just how Evelyn is. And they, like, even in this story at the end, like she, she, she meets these, these young, these young kids, these young guys who are going to be burned to death for being Protestant and, you know, Queen Mary's reign. Yeah. Um, and she's like, is there anything we can do to save them? And, and the doctor helps them get out of there. Yeah. Um, she's pulling so- a Donna at fires of Pompeii before Donna that fires Pompeii. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So it's just- that's exactly like what I always thought. I'm like she might have Donna before Donna was around. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's just you, you just love her. And the more I mean, this is like we said, this is her first story. She just gets better from out from here. But this one is just such a good one. Yes, for her, it's, they got it's a it great right companion introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of, and the story stems from the doctors investigating some kind of paradox and it's, you know, Evelyn or, you know, Nexus point um, that, you know, in, indicates that something's going, gone awry in history and it has to do with Evelyn's uh, mm-hmm. ancestors who, you know, lived during the Tudor period. And so, you know, the doctor's like, I gotta go fix this. And Evelyn's like, I'm going with you because she goes very quickly from, you're nuts because he's talking about time travel and meeting you know, Queen Elizabeth and Sir Francis Drake and all these historical figures, and then and uh, to oh, I'm coming with you because I want to meet Good Queen Bess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's and it's just it's so charming because the Doctor doesn't have to spend a lot of time convincing her, and I mean she's not like you know the fresh faced naive i mean i don't want i don't want to say that the companions are naive because you know anybody walking into that tardis and going holy crap what's going on but it's Uh it's kind of a different take on it because she is mature and because she she has more experience but she is still like wow Uh as as anyone would be so so that's that's the plot that's why they end up going back to uh to the, the the tutor 
era of of England and uh, and exploring the 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 time and the place and figuring out what is going on, what is wrong with with history, and why Evelyn is is in danger of being um, erased, a la Back to the Future. Yes. Instead of it being yeah. a picture, yeah. Instead of it being yeah. a picture fading, it's she is fading slowly like she's saying she's had headaches and she's kind of fading in and out of existence randomly which i i'm kind of i mean it's i guess it's a good thing they notice because she pulls out her family history that she's done and like everything's blank like, yeah yeah she, she sees text you know literally disappear from the page where mm-hmm. you know there was stuff written down before so yeah so they go back to the what they period. think is going to be, well, Queen, Queen Elizabeth, yeah. likely <laughs> not long after her coronation, which would be, you know, 1558-ish. Yeah. Um, considering Mary dies in mm-hmm. November of 1558, so. Right. Yeah. So Sometime after that, when Elizabeth okay. I has, has become queen, so. In fact, I'm going to look that up and get the precise date. Uh, she ruled. Uh, oh, she was the ruler from November 1558 until her death in 1603. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was like right after um, Mary died. So yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, so then they get there, and the doctor's like, "I'm going to go to the go to go to you know the, the queen's court and see what's going on. You stay here because it's, it's dangerous for Evelyn to leave." the TARDIS because she is fading in and out and she's like well you know I'm not gonna stay here um so he rigs up some kind of gizmo to put in her hand pokery yes <laughs> jiggery pokery the, the, for this doctor not to carry a sonic screwdriver this doctor several times during his run both in tv and big finish mm-hmm. shows to be quite proficient when it comes to jiggery pokery white mm-hmm. he kind of has to be yeah. um yeah, because so, he doesn't have the sonic to just point at things and be like, "Ha, mm-hmm. fixed." Yes. So they so and then even's like, "No, I'm here. I'm. This is my. This is my my field of study. I want to you know see what England is like and be among the people." Which, you know, I mean, I understand that from a historian point of view, but after listening, you're you're watching so much Doctor Who, I'm like, maybe you should just stay in the TARDIS. <laughs> Such yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> but you know we would have no story if if they didn't do that so it's like no doctor, i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take my handbag which i stuffed full of things before we left including my toothbrush and some cocoa and uh-huh. apparently sweetener for said cocoa <laughs> <laughs> and my bright orange cardigan and i'm gonna go slum with the uh with the common folk at a pub yes <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's just very matter of fact about everything. Like the, you know, it, you know, when the doctor first shows up at her class and then back at her, you know, flat or wherever she lives, and he and he's all like, you know, she's like, uh, you know, explains how she's a descendant of someone with connections to Elizabeth the first, and is plans on showing that that evidence to to the doctor and then they mm-hmm. realize that you know something is causing her her family history to disappear and then mm-hmm. you know she has her sort of bigger on the inside moment but she's not like so taken aback by it she just takes everything in stride 
And I love that, you know, mm -hmm. she's just like, I'm going with you. Oh, it's bigger on the inside. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so she's such a good, she's a, it, it helps that she is, and the doctor even calls her this later. She's one of the most well-prepared companions he has ever Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like she knows the time period they're going to, and not just like in a passing like Jeopardy trivia type of way. They're like this mm -hmm. is her specialty. She knows the dates and the people. You know, even the the people that we probably you know like you say Elizabeth the first. People are gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, Queen of England. But you know, if you drop the name of um like the oh crap the like the French guy. Um, that I can't think of his name. Which, which, which you're proving your point because you can't think of it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you're like, you know, so it's like, you know, you drop names like that and people are going to be like, who? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Um, anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, so they go, yeah, so they go into, so, so, the doctor's going to the to the to the queen's court and evelyn's gonna go to a pub and meets the common people and you know the and you know you've listened you listened to enough big finish especially these early ones you know how the kind of the cliffhangers work um so like the doctor is going to the queen's court and you know she, they, she he finds out that a, do a doctor has been summoned to attend the queen because she's pregnant if you know anything about Elizabeth I, she was famous for being the virgin queen. She never mm -hmm. married and she never had children. So we're like, oh, something is wrong with history. Mm -hmm. And then and then later, uh, or, you know, and then, and then mostly the same time, they're, you know, the people in the pub are, are having a toast and Evelyn goes to good Queen Bess and then everybody goes quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a unique cliffhanger for Big Finish. Very, <laughs> it's very not much. like it's not like you know somebody hanging off the edge of a cliff or you yes. know bomb about to explode. It's like oh no, yeah. somebody said something in in a crowd of people, and all the people just went what? It's yeah. like and they're like mm -hmm. oh no, and then they start yelling at her. She's a traitor, and then and then you find out that this is not Queen Elizabeth's time. It's actually her sister, her older half sister, Queen Mary, who is known for being bloody mary if you know anything and there's a lot of strife because uh well and you know you, you hear about it in the story because mary was uh -huh. was a staunch catholic and she was very uh determined that everybody Anti is going, anybody not catholic yeah anybody uh -huh. who doesn't believe catholicism well she's going to quote unquote save their souls by sending them to hell i guess yeah. which i'm like Okay, that doesn't make any sense, but sure. Um, anyway, well, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, so I mean, there just there's there's just been this back and forth. If I, I I took a I took a class on the history of England in college, and we talked a lot about this this time period, and it's fascinating. It's also sad, and kind of scary, just how yep. how intense and just how like okay this you know this king this king is protestant so everyone's gonna be protestant well now the, the queen is catholic and everyone who was protestant and everything that was legal before is now illegal and it's like how the anyway you don't think about it too much because it's gonna give you it's gonna make your head hurt um mm -hmm. anyway but poor evelyn has just declared her, her loyalty to queen elizabeth and that's a no-no <laughs> and the doctor finds out oh no we're in the we're in the time of queen mary so 
Yeah. So that was a real, I really do like that cliffhanger because it really feels like, even though I've listened to this so many times, I get there and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, what happens? I know she lives. I know, I know they don't kill her, but oh no, Evelyn, how does she get out of it? Oh, right. Because then it turns out a couple of the guys in, in the pub are, uh, they actually, sympathizers. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. sympathizers mm-hmm. and they want to put Elizabeth on the throne, um, who, in this at this time period is currently under house arrest and she doesn't actually show up in the story but she does play a big part in the story overall so i love that cliffhanger i love that they just build up the suspense because you know up, up to that point evelyn is just enjoying herself and i mean they never did they just say the queen the queen the queen they never say her name um but you know she's she's i mean and she make, makes some mentions of i mean of you know random talks about coco and she talks about you know, you know, she mentions things like, you know, her students or, or things like that. So there's a few anachronisms, but not enough to, like, make people, make make the people kind of wonder about her. Although they, they do, because, you know, there's this older yeah. woman wandering into the pub. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, it's just like, she's just, she's kind of found, found her, found some kindred spirits. And she's going mm-hmm. to, she she's talking to him and just enjoying herself. And then all of a sudden... She becomes an official dead mother for the two of them. (laughs) Yes, yes. And then, but then, you know, she says, you know, to good Queen Bess and just everything just boof. And it's, it's, it's one of the, one of the best Big Finish moments in all of Big Finish. And I will fight anyone on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then later she gets, then, you know, the next episode, episode starts and she gets taken into the, uh, they're like, oh, hey, you're, you're a sympathizer too. Cool. So they go take her. They take her to their little uh, hideaway. But then the the the, the Protestant uh, Reverend, who's part of the group, is like very suspicious of her. Which you know I I can understand why. Um, but again, like you so said, so twist her words though. though. Oh my god, she gets so yeah. frustrated with him. I was getting mm-hmm. frustrated, and I've heard this one before. I'm like. No, you're not listening to what she's saying. No, no, indeed. <laughs> and and maybe it's because like th- this is what I think is because they're in this conspiracy and they're like everything secretive and in code and all this stuff. Is they're all just so overly suspicious and they are, I mean, they're almost as paranoid as the queen. Yeah, well, right? I mean, technically yeah. they are doing something illegal, um, so they assume everybody else is too, or you know, everybody else is is trying to to worm their way in and find out, and they're going to get killed. So I can understand why they're paranoid. Doesn't make it any less annoying um, mm-hmm. in, in the story, and this this happens a lot in Doctor Who historicals. There's always there's always somebody who's just like so overly suspicious of of Team Tardis that it's just. It's like, okay, could you just knock it off? Like, you, you mm-hmm. stop. Go away. But <clears throat> it, it, it's understandable why why that happens. So, anyway, so, so, and then in the meantime, the doctor is over with Queen Mary, who keeps saying that she's, that she's having a baby, and she talks a lot about whatever it is she's doing, and they do a really good job as portraying her as so, like 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 she's she's very myopic about everything that she like she wants everyone to be catholic she wants everyone to to follow the true religion as she mm-hmm. as she terms it um as she you know 
she's she wants power this is this is kind of what i got from it is she wants power she wants everyone to love her but she is not willing to extend that to anyone else and she's like she, it's like saying i'm the queen and i'm in charge and so you just have to deal with it mm-hmm. um which mm-hmm. is not a very good leadership quality um if you want to be a leader um yeah. <laughs> especially <laughs> if you start t- telling everybody who doesn't do what you say i'm going to i'm going to burn you at the stake for no other reason that you didn't do what i said yeah um but uh yeah. but like, you know, oh, i she... locked my sister up cuz uh even though my father says that she's you know she was his kid i was like i don't believe it i think my father is full of it she looks like her, my like, she looks like her mother's look you know yeah personal personal musician mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah it the the saga of the tutors is very well it's a soap opera and you know mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that this that this dysfunctional family happened to rule england at the time and and their whims kind of you know had huge repercussions for the whole country mm-hmm. but you know there's a yeah Oh, the tutors. Anyway, so, yeah. but, but she, you know, the doctor kind of gets, gets into her good graces by, you know, being charming and, you know, not really twisting his words, but, but carefully selecting his words so that, you know, he, she thinks that he's really one thing, but he's really talking about Time Lord type things. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, uh, it's, it's interesting, but, um, so, you know, he gets in there. Meanwhile, Evelyn is, she makes cocoa for the boys mm-hmm. <laughs> in the hideaway. And I'm just like, okay, Evelyn. I mean, it's such a charming scene, even though in, the, in my mind I'm thinking, okay. And she even says, like, chocolate doesn't come to, to Europe until much later or mm-hmm. you know, to England. But, you know, like, you're introducing it now. But I guess, you know, these kids, they can't do anything. Yeah. It's fun anyway yeah well and then at the end you know she's like i'd like to you know and the doctor's like i'm taking you home she's like heck no you're not she's like i'm keeping traveling with you and he's like okay well where do you want to go she's like someplace where they have chocolate she's like mexico maybe and i'm all like well, <laughs> hot chocolate yeah. and the mayans that didn't go over well for the first yeah, doctor so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You, better, you better avoid uh go the, see the, the aztecs the aztecs yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maya Inca text is what you yeah. lump them all together. You don't just want to be making yeah. cocoa for anybody. No, because yeah. you might want to be engaged. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so, anyway. There so. are several. I, yeah, just, uh, and they can do this in Big Finish yeah, a lot easier, but they even just like uh, we can make jumps to you know to previous stories but then they'll also you know occasionally put references to uh other incarnations of the doctor like um they're in you know london and uh evelyn mentions you know oh this will all burn down in the 1600s and the doctor's like "Mm, yeah (laughs) because it's never been confirmed but implied in several previous stories that the doctor is at least partially responsible for the burning of london yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Yes, I, I love you can I love confirm nor deny. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love it when they do those little those little side remarks. I'm like, ah, I love this show. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, but it's just it's just so much fun. Like and and like any time like if if the people, the, these historical figures, if any of them were actually listening to what the doctor's saying, they would like not listen to him at all. Or they would not they they would, you know, she would throw him Mary would throw him in the tower for being insane. But mm-hmm. it's just fun for for us for the fans to be to be kind of like, ha, they mentioned the thing <laughs> while you're enjoying this really good, really good story. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so anyway, so so Evelyn's in there with the with the conspirators and just making them hot chocolate. The the Reverend is very uh, suspicious because that's just because well I guess he kind of has to be because he's a Protestant Reverend, so his you know he is very his his life is very much in danger. But again, he's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and at one point Evelyn mentions, "Oh, I have these pills," or you know, they they find them in her handbag and like, "What are these things?" Like, it was like, "Is it poison?" Like, well, I guess it could be. So they, you know, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna send her back and and get the doctor um, out of out of the queen's good graces because this is his friend and they're gonna try to poison her." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just sitting there giggling because I know what's coming. Go, so, you know, so so. Uh, so you know the doctor calls Evelyn, you know, sends a message to Evelyn to have her come to the, to the to the palace, you know, to the queen, and you know she's there with her handbag. Not before she almost she has an episode where she almost fades away again. Mm-hmm. Another great cliffhanger, wasn't that a cliffhanger? Um, so I think it might have been. It might have been. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, but anyway, so so and then then she then she fades back in because the reverend uh, brings her bag to her, or he sends one of the boys to bring their bag to her because she left it. That's why she's fading out because she doesn't have the the, the jiggery pokery with her. Yeah. Um, and so and so she gets there, and the 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 Frenchman, the French guy, is comes there like asks the queen, would it be you know what would happen if somebody brought poison into your presence? Oh, wouldn't wouldn't we want to lock them up? So, so he has Evelyn unpack her bag, and there's the bottle of pills. Like, look, it's got your name on it. It's poison. You even said so. <laughs> Just like, and then the doctor's like, oh, by the way, that's medicine for her. She has bad headaches, and he yes. even gives. And the queen says, I have bad headaches too. Can I? And, and he's like, well, here you can have one. It'll help you. And even yeah. she even says, I've never felt better. Yes. Yeah. It just goes to show just how much that they don't know about like yeah. science and medicine yet, mm-hmm. and you know how there can be things that can help you in the correct dose, but you know if you overdo mm-hmm. some things, you know yes, it can be harmful to you, like. Um, you know, technically, apples, uh, apple seeds contain cyanide, mm-hmm. but you have to eat a large number of them yes. for it to hurt you. Yeah, well, and and like when when Evelyn was talking about the, those pills with with um with Leaf and Crow, those, yeah. those were the boys, the, the the young the young men who were, she you know they were asking questions. I could you kind of tell that she doesn't want to give too much away or you know be like 
oh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, not you know, mess up history or, or ex- try to. Ex- it's kind of hard to explain this to people who they have no frame of reference for this because this is centuries before. before time, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just no no medicine or you know the medical technology just hasn't it just isn't there for them yet so mm-hmm. and she's not really sure i mean she, this is her first time travel so she's not really sure what is good to you know okay to say and what's not but she likes these kids she's like oh she's just you know she's making them hot chocolate mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's sweet and she doesn't want to be she's also doesn't want the guys to <laughs> doesn't want the, the guys to be like you know we're gonna kill you <laughs> for stumbling yeah. onto our conspiracy here um so you know she's kind of stumbling through it the best she can um so so yeah and then and then uh the queen is you know she 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 is so happy she has the doctor as her advisor he's been such a good help to her and and she values his advice which is remarkable for them only being there less than a day but never mind um (laughs) and you know that's the doctor for you yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but then, so the queen decides that, uh, that, uh, sh- that she's going to arrange for the doctor to be married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, doctor, you made my headache go away with your, Wait. with your, with your tablet. I'm going to get mm-hmm. you a wife. Yeah. I, I know this lovely girl. <laughs> and it's, it's her lady in waiting who her, li- her last name is Whiteside. And the doctor's mm-hmm. been going by John Smith, and the uh, the 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 ancestor of Evelyn's that she was talking about is John Whiteside Smith. So she's like, "Oh, you're going to be my great 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 some odd grandfather." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the doctor realizes your your ancestor was executed by Queen Mary. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, but when she says that, she's like, when she's rattling off all the greats. Mm-hmm. Uh, however many it is, is like six mm-hmm. or something and you could just hear the smile because she's just loving the, oh, <laughs> the idea yes. she's just loving the doctor squirm and think about this <laughs> she's just playing with him mm-hmm. uh, it's, so, it's just so funny she's just taking the piss with him and it's hilarious mm-hmm. yes <laughs> And then, it, and then it gets very, it gets very dark soon because the doctor's like, "I'm going to be executed by Queen Mary." Yeah. And there's another cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but uh, so anyway, so then the next episode, uh, the the Reverend Reverend Thomas, he uh, he he sends messengers to claim that that you know, because the, their their conspiracy is is being. Uh, found out and uh and they, they say oh you know the doctor was in on it too so they send the doctor and evil into the tower the tower of london good old tower get a the good old tower and i love that they're <laughs> that's the big finish you can hear the crows in the background um, and those crows don't need batteries no they don't <laughs> those are those are the actual crows um and, and I this love, is not the doctor's uh, first trip to the tower and won't be the last no no it will nope. not and it's so funny, Evelyn is like, I could pick the lock. No, you can't because there's a bar on the other side. It won't, you can't use hairpins. What about a secret passageway? You're the historian. When, when, when have you ever known of someone escaping using a hidden passageway? Uh, so it's just, uh, it's just the, the whole time. And it's like, 
like like you feel like that there should be something behind all this banter like like a plot point but there's not it's just they're bantering back and forth and they're it's these two people becoming friends yes and they're both Mm -hmm. very intelligent Mm -hmm. and and evelyn doesn't put up with the doctor's crap because she's seen it from all those college kids Mm -hmm. you know university students um and she just is like yeah we're gonna figure this out we're going to get out and we have to warn them because they realize that that uh the the french the frenchman might be the one who's going to poison the queen and then they're probably going to poison the 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 sacraments um because she's going to mass so you know when when he's with her he's gonna slip something into the into the the bread and the wine and that'll be the end of it later they they come to realize that was probably a dumb idea because (laughs) <laughs> the the French the, the the French ambassador he too is Catholic and would a Catholic actually taint the Holy yeah. Sacrament? No, they, they would had not. the they had the the method right, just the person doing it wrong. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. but they they escape through through the Thames. <laughs> and it's just and Evelyn's like, do you know what's you know? Do you know how how? nasty this river is even now and i'm like oh, it's probably worse then than it i don't know i have no idea i've just i know it has filtration a rep- existed so yeah well i know it has a reputation of just being gross so yeah uh, yeah most <laughs> major rivers like that that go through large cities mm-hmm. usually yeah. aren't the cleanest yeah um looking at you white so, river down the road yeah. <laughs> so I love how Evelyn jumps off, you know, their transport down the River Thames and she just gets a little, you know, squishy in the mud. And the doctor's like, that's not how you dismount. You do it like this. And he ends up, you know, like waist height in the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were saying, yeah. doctor? Yeah. For, for, this, for this story taking place <sighs> during, you know, Bloody Mary's reign, it's actually pretty funny, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that so it's got definitely got that going for it um so they escape and then they get to to the church you know where they're where they're get um where the queen is is at mass and and they find like like sarah the the lead the the lady in waiting and the reverend thomas are there and then they're like oh wait a minute and then they start putting two and two together and it was like it was um it was uh, sarah was going to be the one to poison it and it had been given um a potion and and this one i like i heard her explanation i'm like wow you are not the most intelligent person on the planet here um like so so the reverend thomas had given her this potion and it was going to save everyone's life and like what did you think was going to happen lady it was supposed to open it was supposed to give her dreams <laughs> that would expand her mind and make her see the error of her ways uh i think i think we're a little i think we're a little early for lsd there yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, a little bit God. right a little bit yeah <laughs> so it turns out that uh and because and because there was a moment earlier with uh with sarah like talking about um uh about like you know how uh, you know if you you know committed to to your to us to a, your husband and even though the you know, that mary had made a lot of these marriages um in, in invalid because they especially like um the clergy because under catholicism the clergy do not marry mm-hmm. um they're supposed to be celibate um 
so you know she said it's 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 illegal so all these people who like had you know these clergymen who had married under protestantism their marriages were were null and void and made their the children illegitimate and and all these things which you know again this is why this is such a big problem um Mm -hmm. And well, and it out, went back and forth so many times too between rings. Right, right. It's like, and that, and that's why this this time period is so messed up. Also, it's fascinating because they kept changing it based on what the particular monarch believed. And it's like, how does a normal person just keep up with this stuff? You can't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You and, get as ticked off as bugs and daffy uh, with the duck season, rabbit season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Protestant season, Catholic season, Protestant yeah. season, going back and forth like this, and it's like, okay, am I married this week? Like, come on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it turns out uh, Sarah is married to the Reverend Thomas Smith. Uh, so, you know, Sarah Whiteside, Thomas Smith, and, um, and but, you know, their marriage was, was considered void considered void and but they still you know she still loved him they you know, still loved each other you know they still have you know they're still human they still have human relationships who'd have thunk it mm-hmm. um, and it turns like out when they got married at the time it was yeah. perfectly legal and therefore that marriage was consummated legally yes mm-hmm. and they and they still like met with each other uh you know uh, under the radar or tried to and she was ha- she was pregnant she's gonna have a baby um because uh, you know because the, the whole the story comes out and mary's like oh it is a sin to be married to 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 a man of the cloth and i'm just like oh my gosh okay mary and i mean and, and at this point in the story and i don't know if you know this is historically accurate uh at this but at this point in the story mary's uh mental function just kind of starts to slip mm. a little bit or you know i don't i don't know if it's her mental function or just her something just i'm like okay now you're now you're you're going off you're, yeah you're going off the, that's off a that's here. a very yeah i would say without more information it's kind of hard to be like yeah i mean history history is a little yeah an actual like diagnosis of some sort of mental illness because you don't yeah. want to necessarily say that like religious fanaticism it, no, in itself no, no, no. is not a mental but illness though. no no but but the the what well the point I'm, I'm getting at is and the doctor even says that you know because you know she, she came so close to this one plot to kill mm-hmm. her it's you know she she looked for plots in everything and it and it did it did affect her a, a, a lot of ways oh and yeah history is yeah. a little fuzzy on it what actually happened but i'm saying like it, here in the story they start to see they start to see a suggestion of that yeah. so it's not it's not the religious fanaticism per se it is the someone tried to kill me therefore i everyone is trying to kill me right yeah um so you but know, and he, it just, you know it, she thinks people are wanting to kill her because of her religious beliefs so it's yes. kind of a chicken egg Thing, yeah it, it, it's of. a cycle so it all just kind of and like i said the the reign of queen mary there's a reason she's called bloody mary it wasn't a good time in england and i would i mean it's not a good time for protestants and i would honestly say i mean yeah the protestants had to flee uh, to other countries yeah they had to just leave but i'm like i'm looking at it and i'm like if i'm if i'm catholic at this time and and my and I don't know, maybe, maybe at the time, because even the Protestants were like, well, yeah, burn heretics, and, but, you know, other heretics. And I'm like, oh, gosh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's just not mm-hmm. so much religion. 
it's other things but we don't need to get into that um Mm -hmm. but um so so yeah so it's just it's like i don't know if i'm catholic and i see someone using my beliefs or my you know my you know in the name of my beliefs doing these terrible things to people i'm just kind of like i am not with them (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know it's it's a it's a sticky subject and it's it's one that you know there have been volumes written on on this time period and what happened and why Mm -hmm. so if you want to go digging into that feel free yeah Um, it's it's a very yeah sticky it, it can be a very sticky subject but i think they do a very good job about not getting into the weeds of it and just right, kind of let right. like this is this is our interpretation of what happened mm-hmm. kind of of you know what mary was thinking at the mm-hmm. time and go ahead and extrapolate that out however you want on your own yes so so they don't they don't come out and say this is what happened they just put little hints of this is what could have happened. So, and, and like I said, if you want to go down that that path and do your own research and all your own reading, like I said, there are tons of books out there. I, I've done some of that research, and it is fascinating. It is sad, and I really feel sorry for everyone involved: Mary, Elizabeth, all of Henry's wives, all of it. But I just like it's just such a mess. Mm-hmm. It, it's also, like I said, it's a soap opera, and soap operas are popular for a reason. <clears throat> uh but anyway so so you know they realize that uh you know mary realizes that you know her lady-in-waiting is trying to kill her and this is someone she trusted uh but she also because um sarah is pregnant and mary thinks she's pregnant she's like you know i you know i cannot i i can't in good faith you know execute you because i would also kill your child so she goes so she sends sarah to into exile to go serve um elizabeth who's who's also in her you know, under house arrest thomas smith however he is another story mm-hmm. and mary gives him the opportunity to recant and to be, you know become catholic and he refuses because he's not i mean that's his those are his beliefs he's not going to let them go just because his life is it's it, is is threatened and he is executed and poor poor evelyn is like these are my ancestors mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes you do some family history and you find out some things that you might not have wanted to know mm-hmm. yep. and then they go save save crow and leaf because uh because evil because they're 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 locked up and evelyn doesn't want them to die because she's their dead mother yes Mm-hmm. The, so they uh, pull a fires of Pompeii, and they do. They could, she come with me if you want to live. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they get them to uh, was it Switzerland? I think is. I think it's it Germany or Germany or no? Yeah, it was it's like Bavaria? I think. Yeah, I can't remember. They said it, and it was one of those one of those names that is now Germany or you know that that part of that Europe. area ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm because um, they were like but that's foreign they're like well there's a lot of protestants that have relocated so it's, it won't be it won't be so bad and you can so, come back in a few years when mary is dead and her sister yeah. is taken over yeah and they basically Spoilers. tell her like, everything that's gonna happen because the doctor's like well they're on the tardis so what can you know at this point, might as well yeah um and so yeah so that's that's the marian conspiracy and 
it's it's brilliant it's just so much fun and it's 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 if you love pure historicals love it when dr does because pure historical stories this one definitely scratches that itch um there's you know intrigue and suspense and all these things and there's but there's no monsters there's no uh the only alien is the doctor and I mean, he, he has his, his, the TARDIS and Evelyn has the, the, the gizmo that keeps her from disappearing. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And it's and, and it, it is a historian. It's it's like having Barbara back in the TARDIS, only she's a little older and um, a little more, you know, just it's it's so good. It's just so good. Yeah. Now I and, and having said that, I'm like I really that's like that's why I liked Barbara so much, and that's why I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a great she's a great companion. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well, obviously, we'll mm-hmm. see and talk. Yeah. Well, see, we'll hear her again. Yeah. <laughs> um. We discuss other six and Evelyn stories, um, like Doctor Pirates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, if I'm, you've I'm heard gonna... that one, you know why I'm laughing. If not, mm-hmm. you'll get it oh. when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If any, if I, if I am having a bad mental health day, Doctor Who and the Pirates is one that I just I yes. pop in, and not just because of the of the humor and the antics. Out of, although that 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 is a, a big thing, but also kind of like the more heartfelt parts of it too. It, yeah, that one's a really well balanced one, and yeah. it's just fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, Evelyn gets gets to gets the range of, you know, humor and heart and, you know, getting to be competent. And I love I love the bit where you know they're trying they're running away from the tower. They're running somewhere, and Evelyn goes, "I can't run with my knees." And the doctor's like, "Hmm, usually it's ankles." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, their, their their chemistry is great. Their banter is great. And you can just you can just tell that Colin Baker and Maggie Stables were just having a blast doing this, and you hear that in all of the stories that they're that 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 they do together. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! You could just you could tell that they're that they're that they're friends, uh, you know, as well as as well as colleagues and and co actors in, mm-hmm. in these stories. And they've got that chem. You know, I, I I would assume that they this was recorded first. Um, I, you know, I guess they could be recorded out of order, but I would think, you know, <laughs> yeah, the I, first meeting of a doctor and companion would be recorded mm-hmm. first. But you would not know that Evelyn is a brand new companion who's just been made up and she's working with Colin Baker, whose doctor mm-hmm. has, is established. You know, even the doctor who's been off the air for quite a while, you know, he was the doctor on TV for a run so it's you know people know the sixth doctor if you watched his run and but there's there's no awkwardness mm-hmm. no it, it feels like they have been together for ages mm-hmm. yeah it, this mm-hmm. definitely yeah it feels like like evelyn could have been a tv companion and it's just like okay we're coming back to do big finish and you know we're gonna pick up where we left off but no she's a she's a big finish original companion mm-hmm. and it works just so so well and and this was like i i kind of i kind of get the feeling this was maybe like the first hint of 
Big Finish thinking, oh, we can do new companions and we can come up with their own backstory and, and all these things and do all kinds of, of interesting things with them. And, mm-hmm. and I, think, I think because Evelyn works so well, that's why we get all these other companions that we've had, uh, well, gosh, 20 years <laughs> with Big Finish because they've done a lot of, of, of Big Finish original companions and all the doctors have had have had new companions mm-hmm. of one sort or another so it's it, it's it's good it, it's a good starting point for evelyn but it's also a good starting point for the for big finish creating their own characters for for the, the own companions for the doctors so mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it it's it's also pretty significant in that way as well mm-hmm. yeah but uh, fair warning, don't listen to this one hung- hungry, <laughs> especially if no. you yes. had dessert. <laughs> yes, because in, in addition to hot cocoa, uh, yes. Evelyn mentions her, her, her chocolate cake recipe, which yes. is melted chocolate in the mm-hmm. recipe rather than the, the powdered mix. And that's what makes the difference. <laughs> That's why we were all like chocolate cake. Yeah, like so I want, I, I want Evelyn's recipe because I want to yeah. try it. Yes, please. Yeah. So yes. when I'm like, come I, uh... on, big finish. Don't you have that listed on here on the? I'm on the the, the Marian conspiracy page on the big finish <laughs> website, or and even on the wiki. Like, hey, where's where's the chocolate cake recipe? I know it's in yeah, here. Yeah, really. And right. you can, I can bet you any money that recipe is stored somewhere in the TARDIS. So in case yes. the doctor gets the hankering for chocolate cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's It's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was, I was so moved <laughs> by <laughs> Evelyn's talk of chocolate and cocoa and chocolate cake that when I went to go get dinner earlier, I purposely went to some place where I could get chocolate cake with my dinner. <laughs> and, and you got the nice chocolate cake. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yes, Cheesecake Factory, chocolate fudge cake. Not a sponsor, but uh, I'll give them the free plug anyway. <laughs> yes. Slice of cake the size of like Chauncey's hand. so good Uh, i don't know if as good as evelyn's but uh it's good (laughs) yes so anyway so go 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 slice you up a a slice of chocolate cake and get a cup of hot cocoa and go fire this this audio up whether you find it on spotify or uh on the big finish website again it's it's one of the earlier ones so it's pretty it it's the ones that it's very discounted it's like three bucks yeah download so um, but it is on Spotify. For and it free. is on Spotify for free. So check that out. Um, we cannot, we cannot recommend it highly enough. It is, yeah. it's such a good one. And it's one like, like I said, I've listened to it several times by now. Mm-hmm. And every time, you know, especially that first cliffhanger, I'm like, oh no, what's gonna happen? It's like, oh yeah, she survives. Yeah. <laughs> but for a minute, I'm like, what do we do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's more Evelyn after this, but still, it's like. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, you know, this is just good. And we've mentioned, you know, this before when talking about Big Finish and especially our Big Finish, you know, 101, that if for some reason you're listening to this and have not listened to any Big Finish yet um, and are, and, you know, are still like, oh my God, there's so much. Where do I start? This is a good starter. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. In general. 
Mm-hmm. My second big finish I listened to when I yeah I think I think so out. too I think I think the first I ever listened to because I didn't start listening to big finish till um, late in after I watched as much TV Doctor Who as possible mm-hmm. um, and I think because that was the year the fifty I think light at the end was my first big finish but after that. Yeah, that, I was like, well, a, if I'm gonna a... <laughs> if I'm gonna do big finish, let me start with my doctor, the sixth doctor, mm-hmm. and you know, I was looking at the the range, and I think some I think people even recommended this was a good sixth doctor one to start with. So, but it's just good starter, big finish, regardless of the doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, because there were a few, it, it took them a little while to kind of figure out, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Um, mm-hmm. but by the, by the, but I mean, the, the fact that they got to number six and this is where it's like, okay, I feel like they're, you're hitting the ground run. You're, you know, you, you got your feet under you mm-hmm. that, that speaks a lot. And then, I mean, there are even a few before, like, uh, the one right before it, the fear monger, which is a uh, seventh doctor one, that one's, that one's pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. I remember uh, being terrified. I won't spoil anything for fear monger, but I remember being terrified for ace in that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, th- like I said, this is a good place to start. Um, and you know, Evelyn's got some really good, good stories as you go. But you know, it's it's just fun. Like I said, I've been, you know, the last few years I've been listening to all of the main range in order. I kind of sometimes I take a break and then I come back to it, um, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of coming back to it. But it's just kind of interesting to see kind of the progression of how, um, of what what Big Finish has done. Like they at first they started out really kind of okay, let's stick with what we know. Let's stick with the companions and the kind of stories we can tell. I mean, we can do a few interesting things, but, you know, let's let's stick with this. And then they're just sort of like, we're going to do this and we're going to throw this in and, blah, you know, just the whole the whole shooting match. And it all just works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they're not afraid to do to, to do offbeat things. And, you no. know, well, I mean, there, there are a few that are, like, better than others, but on the yeah. whole, it's... I mean, there's a couple that are, yeah, I'm kind of looking at a couple mm-hmm. towards the tail end of Paul McGann's run yeah, with that, Chris that one... and... Yeah, that yeah, one I had some issues because the, the series, the, the TV series was coming back and they weren't sure what was going to happen to the big mm-hmm. finish. So they, yeah. they kind of had to let go of a few plans that they had made, which is unfortunate because... yeah. You can see some 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 good plans coming in, but they're still worth listening to. Oh yes, mm-hmm. oh yes. Uh, anyway, we, we 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 could gush about Big Finish forever. Oh yes, <laughs> and and I'm sure, and we will, and we'll we'll get back here and and review a few others, and and if this if any will of our, not be the last of our Big Finish reviews, yes, no, no. And if, if any of our listeners like have a favorite that they want us to to cover um let us know um or you know if you if because you know there are so many big finish audios i mean they just kind of wrapped up the main range um Mm -hmm. and they're gonna do something a little different but if you you know if you want us to listen to one and review it on here let us know uh send us feedback about your uh, your thoughts on marion conspiracy if you've listened to it also a a tiny pet peeve of mine this is I, i i fully admit that this is just one of my just a quirk on mine marion is spelled m-a-r-i-a-n in this in this in this case mm-hmm. uh, some people spell it with an o at the end it's like no 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 that's something different um mm-hmm. so just just uh 
as a yeah when you go looking for it make sure you spell it correctly <laughs> yes because yes. you will i don't know what you'll find if you spell it wrong but yeah any, or you that, could that just do it. big finish main range number six because it's six doctors yeah, so that makes it easy to remember that yeah. that's that's true too but yeah I, i'll see that spelled mm -hmm. with the o and i'm just like twitch 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 but yeah. anyway um so anyway, so yeah, send us in your your thoughts on the story if you've listened to it. Um, and if you've and got a chocolate cake recipe, send it that way too. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I will. I've got a bunch of birthdays coming up. In fact, I got to make cupcakes next later this month for a big family birthday party. I will take a chocolate cake recipe if you've got a really good one. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to be doing a mix. Uh, but anyway, feedback. Send us feedback. Uh, fiveishfangirls at gmail.com is our is our email address and also visit our website which is thefiveishfangirls.com and find links to our social media uh, facebook and instagram and youtube you can leave comments there as well you can uh you know download us uh, download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts also on spotify if you're listening to big finish and think hey i need to go check out the latest fiveish fangirls we're there too mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> And you can also help support the podcast through uh, donations from Patreon. You can shop at our Amazon store, get a, an Audible account through our affiliate link, and also buy our merchandise in our merch shop. And we're always adding new goodies over there, so keep checking that out. And as always, we thank you for listening. We thank you for your support and sending feedback, whatever it is that you do to interact with us. We love it. We love you guys. And we are glad that you are enjoying what we're doing because that makes it more fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Well, with that, we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Troy saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. This is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. The Sixth Doctor actually should probably be happy that they didn't end up meeting Elizabeth the First quite yet because, yeah, he and Elizabeth have got a history. Yeah. <laughs> or will have a history. Have history, yeah. With uh, a different face. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. Ten, ten's, ten's going to have some splaining to do to his sixth self. <laughs> Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> you know, if if they ever if they ever do a a, a multi doctor story with Ted and Six, they're gonna he's gonna have to have a little yeah. chat with his future self. <laughs> that actually sounds fun. Now I kind of want that big big finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big finish. If you're looking for ideas, yeah. there you go. <laughs> you're welcome. Just just send us just send us a copy. Just send us a review copy. Copy. <laughs> yes. We'll work for audios. Yes. Listening to the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. 
If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.